Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, listeners. It is Wednesday, April 13. I'm Kim Hauer, joined again with Erica Enzer. And today is um, Wednesdays where we share our VP story. How'd you come to VP? Um, yeah, whatever you want to share about your your story here with Victory Point family. Hi, Victory Point family. This is Erica. Um, my husband and away. Um, I sorry. Let me start over. Um, I came through, I've been here for about a year, almost a year now, and um, I started coming to Victory Point because my husband played in music with Dwight, and Dwight invited us to come to church to listen, to give it a shot because we were looking for a smaller church, and then Dwight and Tim were playing in music together, and I came to support my husband, and I love Victory Point because it's so it's a smaller church and everyone is so welcoming and they just make you feel wanted and that you belong here. And I love everyone, the kindness and how Jill does so well with the kids. So shout out to Jill for taking yes. good care good care to our kids um, and nurse in the our younger people so we could listen to the service and how Pastor Matt wears a pair of jeans and how when he preaches that you just feel like you're home here. And I like that. So that's how um, our family came affiliated with Victory Point Church is through Dwight and Tim. Yeah. Dwight inviting Tim to play at, in church because Tim plays the bass on the guitar. So that's how we came to Victory Point. Yeah. Um, Dwight brings a lot of followers. He's kind of yes, got his groupies. I don't know. Maybe that's a thing. But no, I love Dwight. And uh, he has brought a lot of different people, you yes. know, just to to be a part of our worship and help us um, in that area. And I think that's cool. And um, I'm glad to hear that in this regard, at least, that it's not like, I mean, it probably started out that, hey, Tim, can you help us out by being on the band with me so that yes. we have some more, you know, depth in our worship team, um, I guess you would say. And how it turns out is that you guys have stayed. Yes. And you've um, kind of committed your time to here, you know, to this church and this family um, with your gifts and services and like, just, I don't know, it's, it's cool to me, I guess, that the reason you came might not have been the same reason that you stay, right? Yes. And I love that. Um, I, I love this family dearly. So it doesn't surprise me one bit that you are welcomed and you feel welcomed and your kids are well cared for and loved. And um, I'm just glad to hear that there's other people in this yes. church uh, that feel that way about you and... Um, yeah. So shout out BP family. You guys are awesome. Yes, you guys and, are. Because um, I have these connections, but I don't know what everybody else's connections are. So I think it's cool that there's others that have just, you know, 
loved you guys in your family as well. So yes, because um, before my home church was um, Ridge Point, and then we went to Central Westland Church, and the church was so big, it was really hard to be able to connect with people, and being a smaller church that this is, it's nice because um, you get an opportunity to say hi to people and it's nice. And that's, it's nice to feel like you're home and where people are just very nice and warming and so kind here. Yeah. So that's what I like about it. Well, cool. I'm so glad you guys are here and, um, and that you're sharing on the podcast with us. I think that's cool. So um, thank you for jumping right into service at Victory Point, because that's what you're doing here by sharing scripture with us this week. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so we are going to jump into the New Testament now, um, into Hebrews uh, chapter 9, verses 11 through 15. And I asked Erica if she would read that for us today. So go on and read it for us, please. Uh, the scripture is, a, is a, the blood of Christ. But when Christ came in the high priest of good things that now is ready here, he went through the greater, more perfect tabernacle, is made not with human hands, and he says not a part of this creation. He, is, he did not enter by means of the blood of the goats, of the calves, but he entered in the most holy place, for all of his own blood, and thus obtaining the internal redemption of the blood goat and the bulls of the ashes and the heifers and the sprinkling of those who are ceremony unclean, the sanity of them, so they can they are outward outwardly unclean. How much more than the blood of Christ? who through internal spirit offered himself an unblemished to God, cleanses our consciousness from the acts and leads to the death so that we can serve the living God. Um, for this reason, Christ mattered, mediator, mediator yeah. a new covenant, that those who are called and receive a promise and internal inheritance, now he has died a ransom to set them free from our sins, committed under the first covenant. Perfect. Thank you. Um, so as you read that and studied that this week, what was something that stood out to you um, from reading it? I know we've had discussion prior to this, and you mentioned that this one was challenging, and I kind of agree with you. It's got some of this Old Testament stuff that yeah. seems confusing because we don't live in that world. Um, this one, the scripture was challenging for me because they kept on referring to the animal blood, the sacrifices that um, in the old times that to be able to even see the high priest and verse one, there's the, he's saying that God is the highest priest. And um, so that kind of stuck out to me. And the fact that he was willing to give his own blood to die for us, to make that perfect sacrifice is just amazing that he had to live a human world in this human life 
to be able to experience and walk in our shoes is just a blessing. Um, and then also it was kind of hard for me because to be able to, it, it's talking about the slaughtering of the blood of the goats and the bulls and the ashes. And I understand that the ashes were for like the smell for pleasing aroma. And I'm so thankful that we don't have to burn our animals <laughs> to make a sacrifice to God. So I'm thankful that he died so we could have freedom. And so we have a choice to be with him or not to be with him is kind of what stuck out to me. Um, also, when it talks about um, how much more in 14, it says, how much more than with the blood of Christ, who through the internal spirit offers himself the unblemished to God, the cleanse to cleanse our consciousness from the act and lead to death. So we may serve the living God. To me, that's just, wow. I mean, God made that perfect sacrifice. And he walked in our shoes and he knew how hard it was for him God knew how hard it was for his son to walk in our shoes. Yeah. Um, I love the parallel of the old covenant and the new covenant. Um, if you read the first part of Hebrews 9 verses 1 through 10, it talks about the old covenant tabernacle yes. and the priestly service. So it kind of gives you, if you were to read that part, it probably helps understanding 11 through 15 a little bit better yes because it's really showing a parallel between the two and how the old way was to sacrifice animals and you had to go to the high priest yes um and so there were you know rules and that was established by god you know he did that with a purpose and um and because that was the pre-jesus sacrifice right like that's how we had to come to God. That's how we could be set free from our sins is that typically it would be an annual thing, right? Like people would have to travel yes. to the temple to, yeah. to bring their offerings and to see the high priest. And, um, and, but that sacrifice of animals was a temporary thing. Yes. God knew that God knew his plan was to send Jesus eventually. Yes. But he had to have something in place temporarily. Yeah. To, cool. So that he could have a relationship with people. So the animals were the sacrifice temporarily until he sent his son. Yes. Um, and then and then that was a perfect once and for all. You know, it wasn't this every year thing um, where you had to go to the temple and right. Like Jesus destroyed that whole process. Yeah. He became that sacrifice once and for all for us. Yes. And especially when it says in 15, for this reason, Christ, the meter of the covenant, for those who are called may receive the promise of eternal inheritance as he died, a ransom to set them free of our sins and committed under their first covenant. So, yes, there's two different eras that we're living in that God knew that it was temp like Kim said it was temporarily, but to receive God's love and his promise, knowing that he made that choice, he made that choice to die for us. It's just beautiful. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think one thing that caught me, my attention is that 
and I had to look a little bit deeper, right? Because in that verse, you mentioned um, right at the end, for Christ died to set them free from the penalty of the sins they had committed under that first covenant. So, you know, we look at there's, there's a whole host of people that died under that first covenant, right? Like King David and Isaiah and Jeremiah, all of these, (laughs) Abraham, like all these people, right, have died under that first covenant. And we know that when Jesus came, he became the only way that we get to heaven. Eternal inheritance only comes through Jesus. So I think what, um, when I was reading and kind of studying that, I thought it was, it's cool that it says, so Christ died for all those who died under that first covenant as well. So yes, after Jesus, we all have a certain standard, but Jesus also redeems those who died under that first covenant. So the ones who followed God's way and did what they were supposed to under the first covenant, those people are also set free under the blood of Jesus. Yes. Um, one of the commentators that I was reading it said it was an IOU, like I owe you money, right? I owe you a yes. debt. It was an IOU cashed in at the cross. Um, and I think even for us, right? Like we owe God such a debt. Yes. But Jesus paid that for us. Yes. And um, the, patches, the passage um, teaches us to have faith. And it teaches us to understand God's love, like that he loved us so much that he was, he made the, the, that he, he, he lived us in a human form and then he sacrificed for us. It's just, I, I just can't get past how much he loves us, how God shows our love through the simplest things. Yeah. I agree like that, like you, you have to just be in awe, you know, especially this time of year when we celebrate, um, you know, the life, the death, the resurrection of Jesus, like you just have to be in awe at the whole thing, really. Um, I found it interesting in trying to think of which verse it was in. Um, I don't know if you're version said it slightly differently. In fact, I've read it in the NIV and the NLT. And um, I think I like it better in the NIV. So I'm going to go to this physical Bible that I have here instead of my app. Um, It is in verse 14. I think we were talking about that, right? This is regarding the awe of what Christ did, how much more then will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God. Yes. When you stand back and you are in awe of all that God has done for us through Christ, so that we may serve the living God. I think the NLT says, so that we can worship the living God. Um, 
part of me like didn't feel like so that we can worship really encompassed what what we're called to do you know the the serving the living god is what we're called to do um in fact i think one of the commentators that i was reading right is so that this verse would be maybe tying into um the service of the royal priesthood uh -huh. right and through Jesus, we now are yes, because a royal priesthood. Back then, you 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 would only go through the priests to right. talk to God to get to the tabernacles, and now we can talk to God just by anywhere in our car right. if right. we're having a bad day, or and God knows everything about us. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a little bit silly, but I can remember when I was five years old. I was taking a shower and I'm like, okay, God, you need to turn around because I don't want you seeing me. And now I laugh now. I mean, he knows everything about me. He doesn't care about me being insecure and he loves us and he sees everything, our, our, our good days, our bad days. And that's yeah. just amazing how God loves us no matter right. what. And he sent us that mediator, right? Jesus is that mediator yes. that comes, uh, that, that's the go-between yes. between a holy God and an unholy people. Jesus is that mediator. Yes. And that's um, just a cool thing. I, you know, yeah, we both sit here in awe. So we could do that yes. all day, I guess, but we probably should wrap this up. Um, and I just want to leave you today with... Um, one of the commentators, um, kind of going back to that verse 14 again, um, so that we may serve the living God. Um, I think it was from Spurgeon, if I remember correctly. Uh, but it, he said, as a royal priesthood rendering worship. Um, and of course, the royal priesthood would present prayers, thanksgivings, and sacrifice. It is ours to offer the incense of intercession. It is ours to light the lamp of testimony and furnish the table of shoe bread, um, which apparently was holy bread. I had to look that one up. But um, so, you know, as Spurgeon was kind of looking at this whole thing about, you know, so that we may, right? This isn't something that we just receive. No. And do nothing with. But once we receive it, it's so that we may serve the living God yes. in awe and just um, bow down before him. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, that as we go in our, into our day today, may you just kind of soak in that, you know, awe of Jesus' sacrifice for each and every one of us. May you accept it, receive it. But then may you also go out and serve God by yes. doing whatever it is that God's calling you to do in service to him. Um, and I just pray that as we continue to wrap up this week of Holy Week, that um, you will be blessed in your day today. And we are looking forward to Thursday, Monday, Thursday, tomorrow. Have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow. See ya. Have a good day.
Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.